Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Mama! Welcome to today's episode. Thank you for being with us and tuning in for another week. Today we're chatting with Chelsea an early childhood primary teacher and a homeschooling mama to two boys. She's passionate about conscious and gentle parenting, homeschooling and all things outdoors. When she's not bike riding, hiking or at the beach with her children, you'll find her practicing yoga, walking a dog or reading a book in the hammock. And today we are talking about homeschooling, which was a request that we've had for this season. So, yeah, it's nice to finally get to this episode and and give you guys what you've asked for. So welcome, Chelsea. Ah, Hello. Thank you for having me. And thank you for the perfect intro. (laughs) Oh, well, I feel like it does quite well. I mean, I could say so many other wonderful things about you because you are just such a beautiful person. Um, But, you you know, I could literally spend probably the whole episode talking about how wonderful you are and what an amazing (laughs) educator you are. Um, You know, for those who don't know Chelsea, she runs um, some of our playgroups from We Are Nature and she's just amazing. Like the kids absolutely adore her. Like, I don't know if anyone's seen our recent post about her, but literally when Chelsea tells a story she has like a hundred children sitting on her lap like they can't be close enough to her oh it's so special and it's just such a beautiful beautiful program and it just yeah it it's just a perfect place for me as you said I love love everything to do with conscious and gentle parenting and um and education and out the outdoors so it's just a combination of all that um perfect Yes, it's just, yeah, perfect for you. But, yeah, so tell us what, what do we need, what else do we need to know about you? Have I left anything out? What else do you want to share? Oh, yeah, as you said, I um, I have worked in um, in early childhood um, education for the last 12 or 15 years um, in various, you know, in various forms. Um, most recently a primary teacher um, and through this, uh, I also have homeschooled my two boys who are seven and nine um, from the start. So we have gone all the way through. My eldest is year four um, this year. Uh, and then I guess most, most recently, I um, do conscious education programs through the We Are Nature Network, um, facilitating the, uh, the conscious education playgroups. Yay. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you. Um, so yeah, today we're going to get into it. I mean, what are we going to ask? Annabelle, do you want to go first? Like, <laughs> as, like a mama, like, yeah. Right. Like, okay. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, because I know about homeschooling because I know you and mm. I know, you know, the conscious mothers group and things like that, but it is not something I would have ever heard of before or knew about before or mm. had an inkling about before. But I hear about, you know, these beautiful women like you two um, starting these programs or homeschooling their children who are educators who have obviously been there and been like, maybe I can do it better. I don't know if that's what you think, but you're just like, there's something maybe missing that I would like to try. And it's just an interesting thing. And I'd love to hear about, yeah, how you got into it. 
Um, and what it, what is it? What do you have to do? I think that's a big question. So maybe... <laughs> it is. It's such a big question, but it's really it's really super simple. You know, for us, the main um, the main overriding um, desire to homeschool was just um, was just that childhood is so quick, um, and it's such a quick you know just a quick part of our um, of our children's whole lives. And it seemed seemed like a little bit of a um, not a waste, but a little bit of a a bit of a contrast of um of what we felt our ideals were to spend most of it in school you know it's such a mm. such a magical and sacred time of you know the person's life their childhood so we thought why not make the most of it why not enjoy it and savor it um and take it slowly and just enjoy the um the beautiful days of what childhood brings so that was our um it's so simple but that seemed to be our main our main reason to you know just slowing mm. down um and you know i mean slowing down and being present is such a such a easy thing to say but such a hard thing to do but I feel like you know homeschooling just provides that beautiful calmness um and that freedom to just be you know being in the now as much as we can yes I love that and I think I should should ask this like is it the thing is you think everyone has to go to school so Mm, I know I know that's probably the the most um the trickiest bit I suppose is because you don't really question it. You almost mm. just go, yep, that's the that's what people do. They go to school. Um, and we were pretty lucky the uh, when when our children were young, we were actually travelling full time around Australia. So school wasn't an option. Um, and mm. then we when we got back, my eldest was sort of that pre primary year one age. Um, and we thought oh no you know do we have to do it and it turns out we didn't have to do it and um and it just uh because even even being in school and working in schools and you know education settings for so long I actually hadn't heard much about homeschooling I hadn't heard really anything about it to be honest um so it was such a jump to I guess it was such a jump to do it but it also felt really natural at at the same time so we just fell in love with it um and then years and years later just haven't stopped Mm, yeah I love that and I think you've like really nailed it like early childhood like your childhood not even just early childhood childhood it is such a sacred and special time and you know I I want to make I actually feel like I want to preface all of this conversation by saying I'm not anti-school and I know you're the same as well Chelsea like you you worked in the settings like I'm absolutely not anti-school like I feel like it has benefits and I feel like, you know, Absolutely. for some parents it's the only option for them or it feels like the only option or it feels like the best option. So yes. what, we're, what we're talking about now is not saying if you're choosing to put your child in school, then you're making the wrong choice. Like absolutely not. But what we are saying is, you know, there are other options and this is an option and it's doable and it's fun and your children are still going to um, learn. You know, yeah, and they're still going to socialize and and all of those things. Yeah, Yeah. it definitely seems um, that was definitely a you know a a bit of a point I talk about um, or I seem to talk about a little bit is that um, is that it can actually be as you said you know school um, is definitely the right choice for some um, but it's really it's really nice to know that homeschooling is a is a conscious choice um, and maybe not a default option either. You know, a lot of a lot of families definitely um, start school and then stop school and start homeschooling for various different reasons, and all of those reasons are really valid. It's also really nice to know that when you know when your kids are young or 
when they're heading to that school age, when you're thinking about education choices like public or private or alternative, that homeschooling can actually come up in the conversation as an education choice in its own right. Um, and to to be able to say, you know, what are the pros and cons of all of them? And they all have pros and cons. Um, but mm. to know that, you know, to know that homeschooling um, is a really conscious, purposeful plan and not just sort of a fallback option. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You go, Annabelle. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it makes so much sense. Um, I guess like then <laughs> my question is, like, of course, it's a conscious choice and, of course, like thought and all of these things go into it and families may make that decision for whatever reason. But like for someone who, or maybe like me, it's like, well, you know, how, how do they learn? How do you mm-hmm. teach them? And I know that. I'm just saying it as a question. Yeah. I know how they learn in everything, but <laughs> touch on that. Like, how do you teach them? Yeah, it's um, <laughs> when they're young, we often just let them, you know, uh, or not even let them, but just follow their lead a lot when they were little. Um, and they just come up with the most beautiful yeah. And you can learn in every, you know, every single way. My, my One of my favourite things to do, um, you know, because a lot of time sort of socialisation gets brought into the conversation a little bit um, about how they do that. It's probably parents' main, a lot of, you know, a lot of conversations are around socialisation. So when they are, you know, there's plenty of time to, um, plenty of time to do that. But when they are playing, one of my favourite things to do is just sit back and observe and you can tick off so many boxes that they're they're learning through play and it just seems so simple but there is just just so much that they are actually doing just while they're having um you know unlimited free time when they're not rushed it's just just amazing to see how much is ticked off what when they're playing um now that they're a little bit older we do um you know we do do a little bit more uh a little bit more I suppose um just more in everything you know more uh you know, more catch-ups, more programs or activities. Um, and they also uh, expressed that they wanted to um, do a little bit more reading and spelling, um, you know, now that they would like to write notes to friends and whatnot. So we do use, we've just, we've tried out a few different programs along the way. There's in Perth and I suppose in Australia overall, homeschooling's really gained a lot of traction, which in I guess in turn means that there are so many programs um, available to us now that they weren't, you know, six or so years ago when I first started homeschooling. Um, So there's so much there to support people that are feeling a little bit like they don't know where to start. Um, For Mm. us, we do have just started using a a beautiful curriculum, um, the good and the beautiful, and just it it's presented in a way that the kids just can't wait to get started every morning and start their you know their literacy and just do some maths um so that's there to support us but the other the other way is just to follow their interests and really so much um so much follows on from that uh my eldest well actually both of both of my boys but particularly my eldest um has got this just innate um desire to explore cars my husband um is in the car business so so I think that's probably just come naturally and oh the things that he's learned just from that, you know, he gets car books out and that's what he reads and that he does little articles on it. Um, he goes to, and my husband takes him to the workshop and he, I mean, he knows how to do everything to do with cars. And that is just from following what he's interested in. Um, you know, in the same way, my littlest one has been really, really interested in, you know, um, 
gemstones and rocks and you know natural resources for pretty much his whole life and you know jewelry and and things like that and that just oh the possibilities are endless once you've got like a basis of what you want to learn you can just extend it forever pretty much <laughs> mm, I love how you're saying like oh they can't wait to get started on the curriculum mm. and I think that that's such a huge part of it is that because you are able to follow their lead and they are able to take breaks when they need to or do something different when they get fed up of one thing. You know, they're not having to, you know, they can be outside. You know, they don't have to just sit in the classroom and do what the educator has decided to teach that day and, you know, potentially that's not what they're interested in. It's potentially something that's not where they're at academically at the moment, whether that means that it's um, too hard for them or too easy for them you know both of those things and I think that that really kind of pinpoints how what I believe is that it creates this love for learning right and I think something that we really want is for our children to be lifelong learners like we want them to love learning so that they will continue that not just between Mm -hmm. nine and three and five days a week and until they've finished school we want them to go off into the world as as, ad- as t- you know, um, young adults and then, you know, older adults where we're like, I'm so curious about everything around me and I'm so keen to learn more and constantly like develop all this, these new skills and this new um, knowledge, right? Um, um, yeah, that's the ideal, isn't yeah. it? Just, you know, to view your life as just this, just an amazing place that's filled with curiosity and that you're forever going to learn you know that's the ultimate aim that you don't stop learning mm. and, um, and that's something also love I'm you know now that I'm just exploring through the with them through the boys that I'm also you know forever learning um and and it's just such a beautiful way to look at the world that there's so much to learn um if you're interested in it and as you said and if you um if you have got that love of learning and love for learning that it just doesn't stop you know at a certain mm. time or a certain day or even a certain year it just just continues mm. yeah I love that and I love that what you both said about childhood really does go so quick and it truly is sacred and you know perhaps parents want to spend more time full-time with their children mm-hmm. and yeah having just those those special moments like not feeling like they're ready to be <laughs> yeah. judged or absolutely know, take, taken away from them yeah um, maybe they want to travel around Australia as well or just mm. do more natural learning mm. um but then what if they want to go to high school like what's the setup mm. there yeah that's that's definitely um something that gets um that definitely gets brought up uh if I have you know every every decision that ever I guess every big decision that comes up in our family is made with the whole family and that includes mm. the boys so they always know you know when they're ready or they need a change that's something that we could um that we could look at if it's at the moment, we always go with the philosophy of it's, you know, there's no point in fixing something if it's not broken. If it's working mm-hmm. and everyone's thriving, it seems yeah. crazy then to mix it up. You know, we always, um, we always, you know, get, get asked, you know, oh, now that, you know, now that he's this age or, you know, this year, what are you going to do next year? Or is it time for him to go to school? And I always fall back on if it's, if it's not broken, you know, we won't fix it. And um, mm. and we'll just continue going and going because they're thriving and happy. Probably the main thing, they're happy. 
um, and they're learning and they're loving it. Um, in regards to high school, that is, we will just take that day by day. There are some, um, you know, I'm hoping that they will have found such a love of self-directed learning and knowing how supported they are in that learning that that will continue. Um, but if it doesn't, then then we follow and let them try out the whole thing, you know, the, our whole um you know, our whole conscious parenting does allow for, you know, it allows just to follow what they want and what they want to try. So we, we would definitely support that if that's what they wanted. Yeah. And then is, is are there any specific requirements that they need or you need to tick off no, as a homeschooling parent or then to get them no. in? No. No, they just slot straight in where, you know, at their, um, at their birth date, uh, depending on, you know, what day, um, month they're born, um, they would slot in like anybody else, um, Mm. and, and, you know, hopefully get supported in that. Um, but no, that's, um, that's another, like another good point that I hadn't thought, um, about chatting about is that nothing's ever permanent, you know, if you're wanting to try homeschooling, you're not losing anything you know you're just um you know you can start homeschooling but then if it doesn't work your child can just as easily go back to school yeah yeah I think that's actually a really good point to make that Mm -hmm. yeah it's not permanent like you can give it a go and it's not going to I think another thing is that you know then parents can think well is it going to um hold them back in any way like are they going to miss out on certain opportunities because of it but I think that Mm. you know when you kind of look at um all the different aspects well no as you said they can just slot into school whenever they want and then another one of the big questions is uni right and I I know that well from what I kind of understand is that not all children who homeschool choose to go to university because they end up finding a skill or an interest that they're so keen on and they have, you know, unlimited time to spend practicing that skill that they can then almost turn it into a business and kind of be more entrepreneurial, I guess. Um, But then there are children who then go to university and it's so easy to get in. You know, it's not like a difficult process. There's plenty of ways you can go into university on a certificate for, you can do a bridging course that takes six months. And then, you know, they get to then have the experience of doing the essays and, and, you know, being part of that. And I feel like imagine going into that after not having to have done it for the 12 years prior, you would kind of come in with like this, you know, like a, when adults go like, um, what is it called? Like a mature age student goes into uni and they're like really like excited and enthusiastic. I feel like it would be the same thing, right? Cause it's like, oh, it's not this same boring old sitting down and listening to a teacher. It's like, oh no, like this is really new and exciting. Absolutely. And as you said, they would have, um, they hopefully have cultivated many, many years of uh, love of learning that this is just an extension of that, that if they yeah. choose to go to TAFE or they choose to go to uni, that that they're actually pursuing their interests, which is what they've yeah. been doing their whole life, homeschooling. Um, so it's just an extension of what they've already been doing and they've probably had an interest by that time for quite a few years that they've been working towards um, because they've been given the time and the space and the support needed. That TAFE, you know, doing whatever it is, um, hairdressing or mechanics or even if it's as you said an entry course that you can easily do at Tate for university they're just following their interests which is probably second nature to them anyway Mm -hmm. I know yeah I was just going to touch on that you know they've obviously been given a lot of responsibility for their own learning 
which then leads them to, well, just like you said, naturally leads them to find the the things that they're most interested in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's quite an empowering situation to put a child in, and how you mentioned that, um, you know, decisions are made as a family. Like, mm. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So it doesn't feel, you know, nothing feels forced, and I hope that you know the the aim is, you know, one of the biggest overarching, I guess, aims um, of homeschooling is a really positive mental health um, for you know for our children, and and that um, you know hopefully having that as a child will then set them up as an adult um, to be, you know, self-direct, self-directed and, um, and, you know, that willingness to, to learn. That's, you know, um, that's the aim. And I feel like having, you know, supporting mental health um, is as easy as, um, as play when they're young. You know, that's the other reason why we also decided to homeschool is just to, to allow all of that time for play um, to, to support um, and, you know, cultivate a really beautiful, um, positive um, mental health for them. Mm, Totally. And, I mean, I know personally for me, like, I'm not worried about any kind of formal sitting down learning from (laughs) whether it be a textbook or from me until they're seven. Like, that's not even – the thought doesn't even cross my mind of we need to do this um, very, you know, specific adult-directed learning until then. And, I mean, even then, like, I I feel like exactly what you said earlier with – they've had they've you know your boys have had this sudden like desire to like do a little bit more spelling and writing because they're wanting to write notes to their friends and like that is then like this kind of intrinsic this like internal desire of oh I want to learn how to do that because it benefits me in some way so it makes me more motivated so it's actually going to take a lot less time because they're so motivated to do it um And that's yeah. is that it will just when there's that yeah that desire to learn those real life skills and they can see how those you know real world skills benefit them such as you know reading menus or um, writing notes or uh, you know doing research or writing lists or whatever whatever it is that they um, they choose is actually a purpose for it and and you know with every, we like our learning and we like our days to be purposeful and meaningful and uh, mindful and you know children are no different they want to learn in a way that they can see, um, you know, is purposeful. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually, you know, just talking about your days, like would you be able to give us like what a typical day looks like for you? I mean, I know every day is different, but, you know, just the average day or, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. um, You know, I always love sort of the word flow or rhythm um, to our days because they they all do follow a little bit of a, a, a flow I suppose um but there you know there is a little bit of a, a you know a rhythm to the day um a few things that we really really love uh about you know home educating is that there is so much time uh for family which is really important for us so you know so there's no rushed visits to grandparents on the weekend it's it's really long long hours spent um spent being with them my husband's uh Macedonian so um so my their bubble their grandma um takes on this the beautiful language part of it so they've learned a second language through her so they get plenty of time during the week to learn from her um as well as their other grandparents you know uh I guess that's what a true cooperative would have felt like you know before schools Mm -hmm. or before formal learning took place is that adults and older children teach 
what they can. Um, and that's how education would have looked. But, but yeah, a routine for our day. Um, we generally start off the same every day. So we, we get up early. We are early to bed, early to rise. So we get up early. Um, and while I slowly start my day with a coffee or a tea, they generally will play Lego or trade Pokemon cards or do do a project that they started generally the day before. Um, then we will usually just take our dog for a walk, uh, which, um, which has just been part of our routine for a long time. So I quite like starting off with those same things every morning. Um, then we would generally settle into a couple of hours at home. So this could be uh, continuing, you know, working on the boys' interests. So my eldest is really, um, really engrossed in building a model ship of um, the Britannia. Uh, he was previously interested in the Titanic, so it's just an extension of that. Uh, so, <laughs> so they do that, and then they do a bit of research on what their interest is. So um, Ryan's doing a um, like a flowchart on on shipwrecks at the moment, um, and then. They would do their literature and arts um, and their maths books if, if they would like and that generally it doesn't, doesn't take long um, because, you know, um, those just those small self-directed parts of education are really important to us but it actually surprisingly takes a really small amount of time when you've only got two. So they get through yeah. so much when there is just two of them at home or even three or four or depending, you know, as opposed to um, – you know, 25 or 30 in a classroom. So whatever you, whatever they want to learn when you've got uh, just, just a small group of us, uh, we can do really, really quickly. Uh, so we get that done um, and then we go off to the acti activities that they, uh, that they do. So each term is different. Um, so that would be how our morning looks. And then by about 10 or 11, they go off to sometimes um is our drop and leave programs which now that the boys are older they really crave uh some time with their friends away um a little bit of time away from me so they they go off there or um sports classes or science classes whatever they're enrolled in uh in that particular term it changes as well with the seasons so we often do you know hiking in uh in the winter or beach swims and kayaks in the summer so it's really transitional with the seasons um and then that generally takes us to like you know afternoon time about three o'clock and then they come home and um, have a bit of a rest and then the kids on the street finish school so they all gather at, we live opposite a park so they all gather at the park um and play and just have lots and lots of time in the afternoons for you know catching up with friends um you know taking a basketball to the park or um, you know, playing soccer at the park or climbing trees or whatever they're really interested in that day. Uh, there's always, um, you know, always that question of socialisation. But when I think about their days, I think, oh, gosh, they spend the majority of the time with their friends um, and in really meaningful play, which is, um, yeah, which is really beautiful. So they they do that and then, and then it's dinner time. And then we, you know, we probably do our night routine pretty similar to anybody else, uh, you know. Um, including lots of reading out loud, um, silent reading, and um, and then a really good night's sleep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we do try and keep, you know, sometimes there it does feel like, um, you know, I guess now because homeschooling is, as I said, it's, you know, it's a lot uh, more popular than maybe it was a few years ago. So there is so much around. So I have to be mindful of, you know, not taking on too much because even the word it's funny even the word like homeschooling or home education 
implies that you're home a lot so, and it actually is the opposite yeah. so I have to consciously make it you know time to be at home um, and that's why our flow of our day often provides like that first because we're up really early that first few hours of the day just settling in at home which is really nice before we head off for the day and um, and we do make sure that we've got a couple of couple of days through the week where it's just spontaneous um you know spontaneous uh plays at you know in the hills or you know at the river or the beach um and then I also um facilitate the play the play groups uh once a week and on that day the boys uh go to their grandparents uh which is which is really really lovely because it means that I get to do what I love which just you know because I don't just because I don't work in schools anymore it gives me that that beautiful time because I love working with children and I love being around children. So it gives me that outlet where my passion lies with, you know, with um, I guess maybe education is not education, but also uh, just learning with children Um, and the boys get their really beautiful quality time with their grandparents. So that's, that generally finishes up our week. Mm, Amazing. I love how it really um, kind of, um, your week really represents what you value, you know, like as you were saying, like being outdoors and being with family. And I think that that's something really important is that you then get to design it around, yeah, your values and what, what's most important to you, which is really fun. And, And I think another point is that I think so many people who maybe don't know much about homeschooling would assume that you have to sit down for six or seven hours a day doing, um, you know, the same as what you would see in school. But, you know, you made that really good point of that in a classroom there's, you know, 20 to 30 children depending on the school that you're at. So yeah. it takes a lot longer to learn. But when you're doing one-on-one or one-on-two or one-on-three, it's so yeah. quick and you can literally do the curriculum in a couple of hours. Oh, like It's so yeah. quick. If you do choose, you know, to do a little bit of the, I guess, formal learning at home, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take anywhere near as long as a school day. In fact, you get it done, you know, we get um, what the boys want to get done or, you know, finish the projects that we're doing so so early in the morning. So then we've got the rest of the day to, to explore. Um, and then that changes up in, you know, as I said, with seasons, you know, when, when it's mm-hmm. too hot at lunchtime, we swap. That's a, the best bit is so flexible. So in summer, yeah. we head out as soon as we wake up when it's those, you know, hot days. So we head out to the beach at seven o'clock and then we swap it around and do our little bit of, you know, um, home time and, and project work in the middle of the day, in the heat of the day. So we just swap it around to yeah. work, you know, for the, um, you know, for the season or for the day, uh, for the month or whatever it is. And, um, and, oh, it definitely is. It's, you know, not only an education choice, but it's, yeah, definitely a lifestyle choice. Um, and, and it really is just, uh, just really relaxed and really perfect and beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you so much, Chelsea, for sharing. It's been a really wonderful conversation. I know I've loved it. Yeah, oh, me thank too. you. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Yay, thank you. And actually, I really love as well how we've kind of spoken about it and, you know, you're not really following a curriculum. And I think that's mm-hmm. also another good point to make just before we end is that, you know, just because we do have this curriculum that's uh, West Australian curriculum or whichever whichever state you're in or whichever country, it doesn't mean that that's what 
we have to learn, right? Like we get to have, I think as homeschoolers, we get to choose like, well, that actually all of the stuff that's in that curriculum, like that's fantastic and, and, and great for anyone who wants to learn that. But actually, I don't even feel like my kids need to spend their time learning that in particular because it doesn't feel like it's all completely needed. No. And as you said, as you mentioned before, Emily, that you, um, you know, you didn't want to do any formal learning till seven. And that's such a beautiful Steiner based, you know, philosophy. Mm. That's got so much um, merit behind it that children just aren't, you know, they're often and most of the time just aren't ready to, to sit down and there's no need to, uh, yeah. you know, it's just, you can learn everything and and if you wanted to you could even sit and observe and watch how they do learn everything just by playing you know it's Mm. if you just give time and often just nature um to children what they come up with is just just incredible and you could literally sit there with the curriculum or the scope and sequence and tick off so much if you wanted to just by watching yeah I love it thank you so much again it's been amazing Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hey Mama podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please share with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.